Okay, I'm ready. When I was a kid, me and my sisters would always do the superstar thing. You put your fingers under the armpits, and then you're yes. like... You're speed running the game. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I was in the beginning too, until I was like, okay. I was going to say, I really was going to say Sarah Michelle Parker. I was like, that is not right. <laughs> He's like Calcifer, okay? Yeah. It's, it's perfect. Hi, I'm Amiel. I'm Melissa. This is Click and Flick. Welcome back. Yes, thanks for tuning in. In case you are new here, (laughs) Click and Flick is a podcast where we do deep dives into some of our favorite and least favorite video games and movies. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so today we are starting with a click. Yes, and... This episode's click is Cozy Grove, and this game was released this year in March 2021. Um, it was. It was. Yeah. I had. I thought it was old, and I was like late to the game. <laughs> <laughs> nope, girl, you are on time. Wowie. Okay. Zowie. Uh, wowie. Zowie. It was. <laughs> It was luckily released on all platforms. It was on Steam, on Switch, on Xbox, Mm. PlayStation. Really cool. Um, And I... From the launch date? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And I heard about this game because of the Animal Crossing community. They all said you should play it. And um, it's an indie adventure life simulation game. Um, if you kind of smush Animal Crossing and don't starve together, together, that's what you get. Exactly. That's exactly. It's awesome. Mm -hmm. What I felt like playing. Yeah. The art style is 2D and, um, very watercolor, um, heavy. The, the hues and the colors end up brightening up later, but I'll get into that. Mm -hmm. Um, You start out by customizing your character, and you are a spirit scout, and you are going to this island called Cozy Grove. And when you arrive there, um, your character pops up onto this little uh, dock, and <clears throat> you're basically told to go to Flamey, who is a flame, literally a campfire, on the island. That mm-hmm. is your guide, your spirit guide kind of tells you what to do, what um, tasks and chores you have for the day are. Um, you and you kind of sold me on this game when you told me that. Go ahead. Who is he like? <laughs> uh, he's like Calcifer. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's perfect. And <laughs> it's like you're living... Hell's Moving Castle with Calcifer <laughs> as the like head honcho of this island. Yeah, yeah, it's like um like his spinoff. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Calcifer spinoff. Yes. Oh, uh, and he he's so cute, and the animations are really cute in this game as well. Um, but you're very self sufficient, so you come into this island knowing that. 
I I get the vibe initially that it was haunted. That was like my first impression. Mm, yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, we'll, we'll go with that. But um, yeah, you talk to Flamey and or Calcifer, and you go and kind of <laughs> <laughs> search the island. But it's all very mute color wise. It's very plain. There's trees, bushes, beaches, obviously, tr- and uh, and tiny little areas that look like there there once was something there. Mm-hmm. Um, and you first meet um a ghost which the bear shows up as this little square like block yeah of a bear you're also oh. supposed to be like a bear except you look like a little person yeah and you're just your beret has little bear ears yeah yeah you're like a bear <laughs> scout it's cute yeah. it's adorable um And these little bears are blue before you talk to them. So they look like spirits, Mm -hmm. which I thought was really, really cool. Yeah. And uh, you talk to them and there's there's so many different bears that you meet along the way as you progress in the island's, um, you know, adventure. And they each have their own personalities and um, mm-hmm. they they really put a lot of depth into those NPCs and they're really, really um, characteristic. Like, I don't remember the name of the bear that's on the beach, but I really liked him. It was like seagulls. Yeah. I forget his name. Um, but really cute. They all they all have a purpose. And the first bear that you meet is kind of like the head um like bear scout spirit bear and kind of starts you on your first adventure and um and once you can they give you little tasks to complete and when you complete them that area it it's really cool this animation just kind of like comes to life everything gets color and Bushes and items. Like Dorothy walking into Munchkin Land. Everything is like colorful after being dull. Exactly. Um, The 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 bear on the beach's name is Captain Bill Weather Snout. (laughs) (laughs) And um the first bear you talk to, I think, is Charlotte Pine. Is that Charlotte Pine, yeah. I think Mm -hmm. that was the first one I went up to talk to. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And um yeah, and like I said, they they all have their own little section of the island that you complete tasks for and you light up the area. Yeah, um, fill in the color. Yeah, it's like a paint by number. And I, because I, I didn't complete the game, unfortunately. I would have liked to, but... No, I haven't gotten to finish it either. Um, yeah, and there's, there's really no end. This game plays on real time. And um, so you have a certain amount of tasks throughout the day you can complete, and then you got to come back the next day to, to finish. Um, and there are decorative purposes in the game. You can build things to uh, to kind of, you know, make an area really lush and really pretty. And mm-hmm. there's actually purpose to placing like plants and bushes and and um. And small, like, chairs and tables and items that, like, have an effect mm-hmm. on the plants and the imps that yes. are in the game. Yes. One thing I like, too, about mm-hmm. the 
furniture and everything that you place is that for the most part, you can still just walk through it. It doesn't get in your way. Yes. <laughs> yes. Thank when you're just like walking around the map because um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's thankfully. just easier. It's just easier to get through places when you can walk through things. Especially in the beginning when you're just navigating the area. Yeah. Yeah. I completely agree. Um, <clears throat> and you uh, you do level up throughout the game. There's really cute little badges that you win. And the good thing about this game, too, when you do level up, you get resources that you actually need. And hmm. a lot of them, which is nice. That's not a very common, like, reward in leveling up systems and games. So I, I was personally really happy with that particular like reward in the game um and uh yeah you basically save these spirits and give them kind of a purpose again to live in 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 a cohesive island like setting Mm -hmm. and there one thing i didn't know because i didn't get this far in the game but the plants and the imps you can you can feed these little imps and and get to build relationships with them because really? usually these little amps you run by them and they're gone they disappear yes but sometimes above their head they have like a little thing that they want yeah yeah like a potato or right like a mushroom or something <laughs> super cute any game that you can eat mushrooms i love <laughs> solid i just like the image of it oh yeah it is super cute I'd get a tattoo of that mushroom for sure. Oh, yeah. Mm. But uh, overall, a really cute game. A lot of people liked it, but a lot of people were expecting a lot more of yeah. an in-depth game. And uh, to be honest, I had that expectation when I first mm-hmm. played it. Um, but I, I wasn't disappointed. Have I picked it up um, in the past week? No, unfortunately but you know it's it's not i'm not saying that yeah it doesn't have replay value right i would definitely say like um it's really cute it's really like beautiful drawn and it's really cute and well done but Mm -hmm. for sure i would say easy to put down easy Mm -hmm. to not like have to pick back up (laughs) yeah yeah and there's no repercussions for not playing for a long period of time either Mm. so it's which is nice honestly (laughs) you don't get that guilt (laughs) like an animal crossing when your (laughs) hair gets messy and then all your animals are like um you neglected me (laughs) yeah i thought you forgot about me the animals are like wow you've been ignoring me for months (laughs) i took it really personally (laughs) Yeah, yeah basically The obligation is real. (laughs) (laughs) Some of the things about this game, too. Yeah. About Cozy Grove is that a lot of the items that you are looking for and picking up Uh are so well, like, blend into the background. Oh, my God. Yes. You're like, what the heck? Like, (laughs) you've passed by it like eight times and you've Mm -hmm. searched the entire island but can't find it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Same. Same. And then sometimes they give you, like, uh, the bears will give you requests for items and stuff 
that then you have to finish a re request that you get later before that item pops up. So you'll be looking around the island for this item and mm -hmm. then be like, okay, I give up. Go get another request from a different bear. Do that request. And then the item pops up like right next to the bear that you yep. were just talking. And it's like, oh, so, okay. Yeah, I, I so did that. So don't think that you have to just like do, like just go around anytime there's an exclamation point on a bear, just go help yep. them. Even if and, you're in the middle of something. Right. I I did read, um, and once I kind of got the hang of that as well, I kind of understood that mechanism. But the purpose is literally to relax. And you know what's funny is like I was doing the opposite. The purpose the of the game time. is to relax? Says who? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like... But yeah, you're supposed to go around and like mosey and like find these things. Oh and my pick god, them I up. I run the whole I run. <laughs> I'm holding you the whole time. You're speed running the game. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I was in the beginning too until I was like, okay, I'll I'll take it as it comes, but oh. Cuz I'm that person that has to have mm -hmm. every notification gone and off of my screen so I can relax. So, yeah, I get um, that. The bears that you help to, um, mm -hmm. when you, like, first discover them and first help them with their requests, they'll help you with certain things. Like, one of them is the post office. Oh, and so yeah. once you help him mm -hmm. um, with his quest and stuff, then, like, you can start getting mail. And then every day you'll get, like, yeah. whatever packages to feed your bird or whatever right right it is it's a really um it also is really well done the post office is actually yeah. one of my favorite spots in the island it's cute mm -hmm. yeah one of the bears too we can go back to the post office but then i wanted yeah. to say one of the bears that you help also once you become once he's done being a spirit um after one of the requests then he's like a carpenter who you oh. learn recipes and you go up and do crafts to him that's um, right he helps you like build stuff so you you don't that's like right have your own workbench the way like mm -hmm. or like science machine <laughs> yeah science machine exactly um to make your own crafts but mm -hmm. um so you you do have to go to this bear to like do it. So like right. helping them and opening up those parts, I think it also like makes the island bigger, doesn't it? Because I feel like I I think so too. Yeah, that's it's not it doesn't stay tiny. It continues yeah, to grow. Yeah, it continues to grow as you help them. So you help them, and then they're 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 are the more you help them, the more beneficial it is benefits yeah that you unlock basically yeah so yeah it's super super rad i would i would definitely rate this game at at roughly about a six clicks you know okay. i i enjoyed it initially when i i was excited to play it it looked stunning just from the image of what the game looked like to download it was just mm -hmm. pretty and then when you hop into the game, seeing the bears, I was immediately sold. I was like, oh, that's cute. Oh, my God. <laughs> and um, and I only gave it 6-2 because the replayability was like, 
I haven't touched it in a long time, but cute nonetheless and great concept and very, um, mm-hmm. very full for the most part if, if you're looking for a relaxing kind of game. I feel like six is really nice. I'm going to give it, I was debating between a four and a five. <laughs> okay, that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> because to me, I, I do enjoy those games. But for you to only have like such a certain amount of things to do a day, mm-hmm. it just makes it slower and it just makes it less exciting to me. I get that. So um, four, four or five is fair. So I think five, I think I would say five because it is really cute and I do really like the artwork and I do, I do like certain things about it. Uh-huh. I just thought it was boring a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing it wasn't an expensive game. <laughs> no, I only paid $8 yeah. for it. <laughs> yeah. It's it's not expensive. It's it's really uh really kind of one of those things that you just got to try. Yeah. Like just yeah, to yeah. attempt it. Yeah. It's fun and I probably will continue to play it just to keep building the island um, right every now and then. Right. But I feel like it'll also be because you can only do so much a day and then you put it down. Yeah. You keep, it's, it's not in your mind to remember to even go back. So you'll go days without playing and then go, oh, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, regardless of how cute it is. <laughs> right. Right. Same. Um, it would have been nice if you could just keep going. I, yeah, yeah, I agree. Speed run it and enjoy it that way yes because that's what i like to do Mm -hmm. i don't like to turn i don't like to get off a video game i binge yeah (laughs) i am a binge gamer that is for sure yeah yeah well that being said what is this week's flick please so this week's flick was Horse Girl from Netflix. <laughs> On Netflix. Horse Girl by Netflix. <laughs> Horse Girl by Netflix. <laughs> Netflix original Horse Girl. The um, title does it no justice, by the way. I was fully... Ex- the beginning of the movie is exactly what I thought it was going to be. The whole time. I was like, this is Horse Girl. This is it. So Horse Girl is starring Allison Brie. And it was directed by Jeff Baina. And it was written by Jeff Baina and Allison Brie, which I'm a big fan of Allison Brie. I've loved Me her too. since Community. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't know she wrote this movie. I didn't know she was, Me either. had a writing credit on this at Me all either. until afterward until after I saw it and I was like oh damn it was girl. baffling yeah yes <laughs> so good okay so I have my notes I have my notes here I'm ready um, and it starts off with Sarah who's Allison Bree's character mm-hmm. um she's at work with her friend Joan who's played by Molly Shannon. I love her. I love her so much. Absolutely a stunning actress. <laughs> I love her. 
When I was a kid, me and my sisters would always do the superstar thing where you put your fingers under the armpits and then you're like. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I haven't seen her face in a long time. It was nice. She was in a show on HBO recently that I watched called Divorce with, what's, what's her name? Sarah Michelle, wait, Sarah Jessica Parker. <laughs> Sarah Michelle gonna, Parker. I was going to say, I really was going to say Sarah Michelle Parker. I was like, that is not right. Sarah Jessica Parker. <laughs> oh, that's great. Um, but yeah, so she's pretty funny in that also, Molly Shannon. Mm-hmm. Of course, uh, I love her. And she was in the new Wet Hot American Summer Netflix series. Oh. Both both of them that came out in the past. Well, they're not that new anymore. 2015 and 2016, mm. I think. Okay. Um, but she, they're talking and Molly Shannon's telling her about her DNA test, oh, basically. Oh, that's right. Um, and she's talking about... Which fun fact I wanted to share because every time I hear people talking about their DNA test and they're like, oh, I'm 1% uh-huh, like, uh-huh. from this random country or, or whatever. I, I, can, I can explain it because I actually had it happen to me. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I did Ancestry DNA. Okay. And, you know, I got my breakdown, but it obviously goes from biggest percentage to smallest. And my smallest was two percent portuguese okay but they put on there that obviously that it's it's a range for a reason and mm-hmm. this two percent can be very very minuscule right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. come to find out a month later i get a new email saying your results have been updated i'm no uh-huh. longer two percent portuguese uh-huh. okay so Girl, i'm 92 percent portuguese <laughs> <laughs> actually <laughs> no but it's okay. funny because her talking in the movie, I was like, that's me. That's yeah. Like, okay. <sighs> so she's talking about her saying that it was like 1% West African or something. So the reason, <laughs> okay. So the reason the DNA tests are like that, it's not like they don't test like right. the ground that right. you're testing your DNA. If this is like the country you're from, like they're exactly. testing other humans dna basically yeah constant so, updating database right so all they have is a database of mm-hmm. dna that they already have tested yeah and to be honest like it's mostly european in most of these databases so a lot of the other countries like african countries yeah asian countries south american countries they don't have as big of a database so when they have a dna that matches yeah they it doesn't show really if that's from that. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? Yes. Yes, absolutely. So this 2% is just basically like you have 2% of DNA that matches with 2% of DNA from somebody from this place. Mm-hmm. But that that 2% of DNA from that person might not even be from that. That could be from there, anything. Right. You know what I mean? So it's just right. like this database that is constantly changing and isn't like even... Um, a good representation of every country so it's like right if you're mostly european yeah you can get a pretty decent like reading yeah but a lot of other places don't have huge exactly batteries. that's what i've that's what i've heard about those yeah so basically in the beginning um they're having this talk and 
Molly Shannon looks out the window and sees a horse walking by. Just the ass. Yep, just the ass. Just the ass of the horse. (laughs) (laughs) And she's like, hmm, that's weird. But you can see that she's sitting there standing next to Sarah. Yep. And this is interesting because it's also, I think, one of the only times in the movie that is basically from a different character besides Sarah's perspective. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like, this is the, most of the, most of the movie we're seeing Sarah, how Sarah sees things. Mm-hmm. And then in this kind of instance, it's Molly Shannon, basically just seeing this horse, but <laughs> not really <laughs> making much about it. She just looks and looks away. She gives away. it a funny look and is like, whatever, looks away. Yeah. Um, then we learn a lot of things about Sarah in the beginning. We learn that she was in, she's a horse girl. She loves horses. That's like one of the few joys that she has in life. Yeah. Um, she had a horse that she still loves and still likes to go visit, but she had to sell it. Um, yeah. And... So she's like constantly going and seeing this horse, even though the new owners kind of are uncomfortable with it and they kind of make it known like, okay, thanks for coming. You can leave now. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Um, She is a little bit creepy about it. Yeah. She, we find she loves the show Purgatory, which I think is supposed to be like a supernatural. Yes. And the guy's name that she like is kind of like oodling over is Darren, so it's like Dean. Oh my god! Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I was, I was, like, I was oh dying. I was like, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I never watched Supernatural, um, mm-hmm. but I, I mean, obviously, it's made enough of a social impact that yeah. I can tell what a Supernatural parody lo- looks like. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, oh, that's funny. So she basically just will, like, goes to work, goes home, and binge watches this show over and over again. We also learn that she has some history with sleepwalking. Mm-hmm. Um, and that her mother is passed away. She goes and visits her mother. So these are all kind of, like, her backstory. Yeah. So it's her birthday, and she gets a DNA test. For her birthday, Molly Shannon gives her Joan, gives <laughs> yeah. her a little kit for her to send in. Um, and that day at work, she also runs into a tarot card reader who gives her, like, her card and a little thing of sage. Mm-hmm. Um, but that night on her, so it's her birthday, and um, that night she kind of is like, oh, I'm going to go out with my friends after yoga. But then we see her at her yoga class and it ends and everyone leaves and you can tell like she doesn't actually have friends and she's just going to go home and watch more um, TV. (laughs) (laughs) Uh More purgatory. And um, basically her roommate and roommate's boyfriend come and see her. 
that she's alone on her birthday and they're like, well, let's party here. We'll invite his roommate. Um, he's single, so we'll all hang out and party, whatever. Yeah. And she ends up like falling, like she she's like infatuated with this roommate. Yeah. He's like, hi, my name's Darren. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, oh my god, it's meant to be Darren. It's the same name as like. <laughs> and you get this clear vibe too that her roommate, the the blonde girl. Yeah. She's like this this popular like down down to party kind of person, but yeah. clearly Sarah's not, and not socially mm-hmm. adept. Right. Sarah's like introverted for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. After the party, she has a dream where she's in basically just it's an all white room, and she's like laying on a white floor it's like the floor but it's raised but it's the way the dimensions are it's like it looks almost like an optical illusion because it seems like she's floating on nothing but but she is laying on something yeah so she wakes up in this white room and she looks and she sees a man like next to her on the same kind of like like slab and looks the other side and sees a girl laying next to her on that side and um <clears throat> when she wakes up there are scratches on the wall and um she's on a bunch of pillows in the living room yeah in still in her dress too still in her dress from the party mhm so um basically as events get then start getting weirder and weirder things start happening like her, um, at one point she is like zoning out and leaving her car running at, at a stoplight. Um, so she's like leaving her car at the stoplight and then she gets a call from the tow yard that they're like, oh yeah, it was just out of gas and the car, right. the, the key was still in the ignition. And she was like, has no memory of this. Cause she went home and woke up and thought that it was stolen. Yeah. Um, we see that she goes, she's like going through pictures of her grandma and her grandma looks um, identical to her. Mm-hmm. Like it's literally Alison Brie. Yeah. In, in the photo. Dress, in a yeah. dress. Right. Um, and she starts freaking out and she starts like doing internet research and she starts looking things up about alien abductions. Um, so... She goes to, um, she goes and sees a doctor because she had been getting bloody noses. Yeah. Um, so she just goes to like a, a nose, ear and throat doctor for that and starts asking him about her bruises and about cloning. And she starts asking him if cloning is possible and how to find out all this stuff. And yeah. he's like, oh, it's going to be kind of weird. Um, later on, she's on a date with Darren, <laughs> her life dreamboat boy. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and actually, he's he's not bad looking in the movie. <laughs> well, before before the date, she she tries, she slowly starts to like seek out because at work she found um, that when she looked out the window, she saw the guy in her dream. 
the guy mm. that she looked over to and saw the back of his head and he went mm. into a van and he's he got into some plumbing van mm-hmm. and she was trying to find out this guy she needed to talk to him she's like i know i'm not crazy because he exists he exists he's in real life um and she also we also know that her grandmother had this same kind of history of talking about alien abductions and being crazy and she says that her grandmother um, thought she was from the future. Yep. So, so she's like, I don't think my grandmother was crazy anymore. I think that she is right because I, I'm feeling these same things now. Right. Um, so, but that guy like is no help. He's kind of like a dead end because he yeah. doesn't remember anything about the dream. He doesn't know what she's talking about. Yeah. Yeah. The whole, the whole like plumber thing is not like kind of leads her nowhere yeah so she's on this date with darren and she starts asking him if he believes in aliens and he starts going off on like oh yeah i believe in aliens like conspiracy theory type of stuff um Mm -hmm. but she takes it real she gets really excited about it and it's like oh someone will believe me yeah and starts going really crazy and ends up taking him to the graveyard where her mother is buried. And did I say that weird? Buried. <laughs> buried. <laughs> buried. <laughs> and like at first she was like, let's, they, they had ended their dinner date and had moved on. She's like, I want to take you somewhere. He was like, yeah. okay. And then they end up in front of the dude's house. Mm-hmm. And he's literally mm-hmm. eating dinner with his wife. And he's mm-hmm. like, what? Like, he's e-, she's like, you see that guy? And he's like, he's eating dinner with his wife. And yeah. she's like, that guy's a fucking liar. <laughs> he was like, yeah. what? <laughs> so he starts getting freaked out. And then she takes him to the graveyard, which just sends it over the edge, basically. Yeah. Right? And so she has this these scissors and oh, are like, we're right. going to get my mom's DNA. So yeah. we can test to see if I'm her clone. Oh. oh. And he's like, at first he tries to like help her and he's like, um, come on, let's, let's go. Let's get in the car. Like, I don't want to leave you here. It's not safe. Right. And she's like, then she's like, you're, she's flips on him that he starts saying, oh, this is crazy. She's like, oh, you're lied to me. She's like, oh, you're a liar to me too. Who yeah. do you work for? What, who sent you? What are you doing this? Blah, blah, blah. And she starts screaming for help. She starts screaming for him to leave and s- screaming for help like he was trying to attack her. Right. Um. Then she goes back home and is like kind of just off the deep end at this point with Very. everything electronic in the house she has running at full blast. She has the sage that she got from the tarot store from the, from the from the from the store she works at. She works yeah. at a craft craft store mm-hmm. um the tarot card reader gave her the sage to, and she's burning the sage and and going. she she has those these like pink drapes that the tarot reader had said that this is a safe color she was looking around in the store and the tarot reader was like looking mm. for a specific shade and then sarah recommends or 
brings her to this like uh, skein, not skein, but like yard of uh, fabric. She's like, oh, I like this one. And then what I've noticed when she starts going crazy right here, all uh-huh. of the windows are just covered in this like light peachy pink. Yes. Fabric all so over the place. The peach pink fabric is like representative of her. I feel like accepting that her like crazy reality that she keeps saying isn't true, but even but realizing it is true and that these things are happening to her mm-hmm. the more the peach is in the film yeah whereas in the beginning it's just this light baby blue color that's kind of dominant everywhere in, yeah and what she's wearing and all around her and that's her kind of her lucid state mm-hmm. is this like blue color true um so everything in this room is this peachy color now everything's on we can tell that this is like an intense moment of her um, like kind of losing control of her mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it cuts to her getting in the shower. Um, I mean, it, after after the scene, we, we see her getting in the shower and she, she's just like, just still doesn't know where she's at because yeah. she thinks she's in her apartment, but she's taking a shower at her work. And when she comes out, she's completely naked and in the middle of the store dripping wet and she comes to and she becomes lucid in that moment and starts screaming for Joan to come help her oh this is so sad she starts trying to cover herself up in like fabric and in that exact peach color of fabric it was crazy Mm -hmm. oh and Joan (laughs) comes over and is like Everybody get out. We're closed. You leave. Yeah. And she takes her into the back office and she starts talking to her and she's like trying to explain to her how she's feeling. And mm-hmm. then she's trying, Joan is trying to calm Sarah down and the phone rings. Yeah. So Sarah answers the phone and on the phone, she hears Joan's voice and it's Joan saying to someone, like, just go clock out, go home. Mm-hmm. And then right after she says that in real life, someone comes up and Joan turns around and says, just go clock out, go home. Mm-hmm. And then on the phone, she hears her say, like, how are you feeling? Are you OK? And then Joan turns around and says, how are you feeling? Are you OK? And it's the exact same tone. Yeah. And for a few lines, she hears exactly what she's going to say on the phone. And then Joan turns around and says it exactly with the same inflection, the same like everything <laughs> mm-hmm. and Sarah's basically like Sarah goes I can hear the future and then yeah. that's when Joan kind of gives up on her I think yeah and calls um calls the cops to have her basically like institutionalized um yeah she's only there I mean so she goes to this like psychiatric ward and she is talking with this new doctor who is evaluating her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um but he says that he was her doctor before and she's like, "What?" I don't remember that at all. And he's like, yeah. oh, yeah, you were here a couple weeks ago. She's like, what? 
But the doctor is Jay Duplass, and he and Mark Duplass are the executive producers. And I didn't know that this was a Duplass Brothers film either, which I love, like, all of their movies, too. Mm-hmm. And we actually have a friend who's worked on one of their films, too. Really? Yeah. Ah, yeah. fancy. Yeah. But anyway, so Jay Duplass plays the doctor, and he he's, like, trying to... She's trying to explain to him that she now believes that she's... Um, oh, wait, maybe this isn't... Oh, wait, no, she has her dream first before they have that conversation. So the dream starts off with her not even falling asleep. She's The nurse leaves her room, and then she follows the nurse out. So she, as she's following the nurse out of the room, she leaves the hospital. And then she's le- as she's leaving the hospital, you see that she's in her room still in the window looking down on herself. Oh, I didn't see um, that part. Yeah. So Well, I didn't then, see her in the window. Mm-hmm. It zooms in for like a second that it's her looking in the window. Mm-hmm. But then her walking, the dream her that's walking out of the hospital goes back to her apartment and she sees a girl who we don't know yet, but it's the girl who she hasn't met her yet, but she's the girl that she saw in her dream in the white yeah. room. Yeah. But now in her, she's in her apartment and she's wearing her roommate's like outfit. Right. And she's like, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? And she, so she tries, so she leaves, goes to her room in her apartment and then jumps out of the window of her room and Mm -hmm. goes to her craft store Mm -hmm. where she takes that peach fabric and makes this like, full body suit that's like, right like, like a jockey like a horse yeah. jockey almost just like under outfit and makes a matching outfit for the horse so that's she goes right. back and puts it on the horse and then runs into the new owner who's like really like creepy evil looking at this point because they were always before like friendly trying to be nice to tell her to leave but in this dream he's like get out like really yeah like scary and so she leaves and goes back to, I think in her dream she's leaving and she goes to Darren's apartment. Yes. Yeah. So Because it's, it's not in her room. So she's in Darren's apartment and then she starts dreaming that they, he, that he says, oh, I love you. Yeah. And he takes down her little mask and starts kissing her. Mm-hmm. Um, and they end up having some really hot and heavy adult time adult time adult time that he turns into in the middle of humping turns into darren from purgatory oh god that's right yep yep um and she's like oh wow you're so hot (laughs) (laughs) then um after she's having sex with him she she looks up and he's sewing on um like her sewing table yeah and so now it's like the dream is shifting and she's cutting fabric and she cuts a piece of fabric 
open or she cuts a piece of fabric in half and mm-hmm. it cuts open into like the white hallway. Yeah. Where she starts walking through and then she sees herself laying on the slab with aliens like giving her like a side massage, but it's like their fingers are big and they're choppy. Long, and so yeah. she sees that that's how she's getting these bruises because she sees herself on the slab in her party dress. Yeah. Getting these bruises. And then she sees the girl next to her. She sees the, the guy next to her as well. So she keeps walking through and then she ends up in her dream going and laying down in bed next to her friend who we had met earlier that she was a friend that she rode horses with, Mm -hmm. but ended up getting in an accident and getting really badly injured that she couldn't ride anymore. Yeah. And um, it could possibly be that that, that her friend's accident is what made Sarah not want to ride horses anymore like she could have like it could have made her so scared to ride her horse that that's what made her sell it even though she still loved it right she couldn't like ride it anymore yeah but um when she wakes up she's back in the hospital room and she's laying next to the girl who she saw in the white room yeah who was also the girl wearing her roommate's clothes in her dream. Right. So she wakes up and she sees that this girl is her roommate. And they start talking and she finds out that her, that this girl is who they're, who they, the character's name is Jane Doe because they don't know her real name because she said she fell asleep in 1995 and she woke up and she was like, all the buildings are different. I can't find anybody I know. Yeah. Um. And every time I tell somebody, they say I'm crazy. And she's like, I, and Sarah says, I believe you. Like, yeah. She's like, I get I, it. I've seen you um, in the room, in the white room with the, with the bridge. And she's like, how do you know about that? That's a dream I have. And she goes, she remembers because Sarah wakes up on the table, just like Jane Doe does. And that's how they're able to remember. That's why the guy didn't remember when she saw him, the plumber, because he kept sleeping throughout the whole time. Right. But the two girls would wake up, and that's why Jane Doe remembered, and um, Sarah remembers Mm -hmm. what it looks like. So Sarah starts putting the pieces together, and when she's talking to her doctor again, she starts explaining, I don't think I'm a clone. I... My grandmother always thought she was from the future. Like, these aliens can take us from different times. She goes, I think I am my grand... It makes sense. I am my grandmother. Yeah. Yeah. <gasps> and um, he's like, girl, you crazy. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, huh, very interesting, ma'am. Yeah. No, he's basically like, I wish you wouldn't take... um, Ouch. like." medical advice from oh your, patients yeah from other patients and she's like it's not advice it's just the truth like we both have the same experience she realizes that once she realizes the truth basically in her reality yeah. in her reality she decides that the last thing to do basically is to go back home 
she puts on her grandmother's old dress, which is that peach color. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and she goes and steals her horse. She dresses all up and she dresses her hair, her makeup, all like, like her grandma. Like the photograph, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just like the photograph. And goes and takes the horse and walks it all the way into the middle of, takes it from the stables, walks it through the city. They pass by the store, mm-hmm. which um, we see in the window. Then Molly Shannon, look up, notice that horse ass. Yep. Pass and then get by. back to work. And she's so she walks the horse all the way to the forest and takes her shoes off and lays down in the dirt and an alien ship abducts her and <laughs> beams her up, Scotty, into yeah. this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the horse is just sitting there eating something from the bush and her shoes are left. And that is... Mm-hmm. And it does cut briefly because it's looking up at the sky at the beam. And then once the beam kind of fizzles and goes, you know, it gets smaller. Mm-hmm. You realize once the beam is gone, it is a baby blue piece of fabric. I don't know if you like if you side or if I'm crazy or what. Mm-hmm. But I at the end, it turns into just a like it's like somebody took a shot of this baby blue fabric. At the very end. It was crazy. That's... I didn't notice that looking like fabric at the end. But that is perfect. (laughs) Right, right. Come full circle. That's exactly how it opens, too. Yeah. It was with the blue fabric. Um, Yeah. I do have to say, it's the exact same scene when she's walking the horse and we see Molly Shannon look up. Mm-hmm. We we see Sarah standing next to her in the store talking with her. It's the back of Sarah's head. Oh, really? <sighs> so it's like the she really is like time traveling. <laughs> Crazy. I didn't pay attention to that detail. Oh, because I, I was so... I mean, I I live for these kind of movies and games where it's it hits you on a cliffhanger. You're like, mm-hmm. what the fuck happened? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And for that to be kind of like the semi-conclusion of her being in the store. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh. I think overall, this movie... Being a statement on mental health Mm -hmm. and kind of like I I think what I've what I've seen is a lot of people are saying that her um, uh, symptoms or characteristics were would kind of align with the same as schizophrenia. Mm-hmm. Um, what I've heard is that schizophrenia is said to appear later on in, a, in life in a lot of people, like kind of in the mid thirties, yeah. and that could be an indication of it being her birthday 
Yeah. And then things start kind of happening. Yeah. Um, but then with those little details of like her actually being in the same room with Molly Shannon at the end, her roommate actually seeing the scars, it's like these things are real. They're not just in her head. So they are real, you know? And I mean, who knows? It could be interesting. It could be, it could be a statement on like these mental battles that we have are real. (laughs) Right. Right. But I, I get it. I've, I've, I've only ever come to know one person that had diagnosed schizophrenia Mm -hmm. and, and it was, it, it, it was it was also a time in my life where um, this person was uh, somewhat influential on my partner. It was his father. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was great on his medication. And when I say great, he he didn't have delusions. And these delusions were so real to him. You know, and he could function in society, but there were times if, um, sometimes it would shine through the medication, sometimes it wouldn't. Um, Mm. and especially when he didn't take the medication, there were clear instances where he would think somebody in a store said something to him when they didn't. And it was very eye opening, which this movie, um, touching on certain things like that has has really made me what's the right word empathetic or sympathetic Mm. or apathetic empathize empathize (laughs) yeah it just it makes me um it makes me scared for my own reality first of all just because i i i always am afraid of losing my sense of reality yeah but also like that is that is what people live that is their truth and that is their yeah. mind doing it to them so it's it was just a very eye opening um something that i haven't uh been a part of or seen in quite some time like 10 plus years mm-hmm. so it was oh oh it it messed with my brain yeah it's crazy i thought it was really good i honestly wasn't expecting it to be from the title and from (laughs) right from the trailers um i mean i really liked it i did too um i could enjoy the story a lot yeah yeah and i thought the writing was really good Mm-hmm. for it mm-hmm. um it was slow for sure but oh yeah kind of mm-hmm. like indie movies like to do that i think where it's like taking your time with each scene and you're just like watching mm-hmm. the character walk down a hallway <laughs> yeah but you're also seeing small details but you're seeing the world from their perspective um, mm-hmm and I do like that. I do like that a lot about this movie. Me too. I think I'm going to give it a solid seven flicks. Okay. I'm going to okay. give it a, a solid seven flicks because 
I did think it was really good, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, there obviously were some like lines here and there that I was like, oh yeah, that's like a typical cheesy movie line or whatever. Uh huh. Like when yep. she's all, "Who are you working for?" Like that's everyone's. Yeah, it's like everyone says that in every movie. As soon as they they turn on the person who they're they're yep. like boyfriend or whatever, so I'm all okay. That's that's all good. All fun. <laughs> all good. I give it a solid seven. I think. Yeah. I feel that. <laughs> I would. I think I would. I'm gonna give it eight flicks because it resonated with me. It was mm-hmm. it it immersed me and gave me a panic attack. <laughs> Yeah. But I I feel like um the more knowledge and awareness you have of yourself, even though self awareness can be very destructive. <laughs> self awareness does not absolve anyone of anything. <laughs> exactly. But it 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 opens a realm in your brain and your thought process mm-hmm. that you don't delve in on your own. Unless you do have symptoms of some kind of um, mental uh, struggle. Right. And it was very, um, I laughed. There were, there were some funny parts. um, Mm -hmm. And it was, uh, it was very well written. Like you said, it was just wowie wow. And I kind of think too, the part in her dream where she's watching herself walk out it's like it really shows you how observant people are who have like yeah who are who are do have mental illness like you're constantly looking at yourself and Uh like like judging what you're doing and everything around you trying to observe trying to understand and it's a lot instead of just like kind of being instead of just like living um right in it you're like observing yourself and watching yourself so that's kind of what I felt like when I saw her Mm -hmm. um but yeah definitely eight eight flicks I think I I could have given it eight flicks too I think I was just giving it seven because I was trying to be critical but I think (laughs) I think I think that's I think that's fair (laughs) yeah yeah I I and I, I lo- didn't have anything bad to say other than my panic attack. <laughs> yeah. And I honestly, like, I love the Duplass brothers. I love so many of their movies. If I had known this was one of their movies beforehand, I would have been, like, jumping on it to watch it a long time right. ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. Mm-hmm. I loved it. I thought it was good. I would, I would recommend watching it. That's for sure. Definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely but, uh, one. That was a good episode. That yeah. was, it was full was fun. and fun. Yeah. I liked exciting. it. Exciting. Can't wait for next week. I know. <laughs> it's going to be good. Do we have to do a closing one for this? We go, uh, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye. 
Hey folks, thanks for listening and sticking around. If you enjoyed what you heard, subscribe and follow for some more Click and Flick content. If you'd like to hear us talk about your favorite movies and video games, you can send us your suggestions to clickandflickpodcast at gmail.com. That's click, A-N-D, flick, podcast at gmail.com. We can't wait to hear from you guys. Have a great week and we'll see you next time.